Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Now is December 19th, 2021, 2.12 a.m. The title of this podcast is You Are Not That, You Are More. I'm just going to read to you real briefly what I wrote. This is why the supreme reality is not a mindless orgy of oneness. Because you are more, a distinction is created. This is how you are distinguished. To whitewash all into a vanilla conformity is the opposite of diversity. It is because inequality exists that an adventure can exist. When we realize that there is upward mobility, then there must be a reason for that mobility to occur. This inherent drive towards excellence means that excellence is not already everywhere. For this concept to be true, mediocrity has its place. Regardless of the obvious disparities, the spark of unlimitlessness exists, even in the mediocre. However, to treat the mediocre as the same as the excellent is to discourage the mediocre from identifying with their own individual excellence deep within. True inspiration is to see the potential, especially among those who cannot see it within themselves. Often, these are the outcasts of society, those who are oppressed and downtrodden. When they can see their potential via their reflection through you, they are motivated to move mountains. This kind of assistance is both more effective and appreciated than charity. This is the purpose of hierarchy. It is to glorify excellence in everyone and remind them that aspiring to experience and express this excellence is the purpose of life, not identifying with mediocrity. Okay, so let's break this down here. First of all, the title, You Are Not That, You Are More. What does that mean? That means that when you are the observer and you are observing an object, and let's say you're observing an apple, you can say confidently that you are not the apple. You are more than the apple. And that's true with everything that you observe and everything that you engage with. That's not to say that the apple is not a part of you, that the apple does not exist within your consciousness. So from that perspective, you would be that. You are also the apple. But the point here is that to identify yourself with the object of your observation is to limit yourself. It's important to always be cognizant of the fact that you are more than that. And this is a problem with this modern new age kind of religion that people are engaged with when people are saying, oh, everything is one. We are all one. 
consciousness, we are one love. The problem with that is everything is a big word. Okay, when you say that you are one with everything, that's not making a distinct, it's not distinguishing yourself from the all, which means it's a very collectivistic mindset. It doesn't encourage a concept of individuality. And in order to be liberated, to have true freedom, it's important to understand that you are an individual and understand what that means. What is it about you that is unique or can be independent? What distinguishes you from everything else? And that's very, very important to understand. And that's something that you don't understand if you just try to take the perception that you are all one. Then the other flaw with the thinking of you are all one is that in turn you can be abused and you can think that you are mediocre because of that. You can say, oh, well, because drug addicts exist, I must also be a drug addict. Or because laziness exists and doubt exists and anxiety exists, I must be all of those things and thus I am so imperfect. So the point is, is that we need to be discerning. We need to have higher standards for ourselves. We don't want to just be the lowest common denominator of unity. We want to raise our standards of unity and what that looks like. So instead of being one with everything, which means being one with mediocrity, no, instead you set your sights higher and say, hey, I want to be one with the highest truth, the ultimate truth. That is what I want for myself, not these other distractions. And that's what happens too with the mob mentality. It's like, yes, you can have this orgy of oneness but that's not going to empower you. That in fact disempowers you because you're not experiencing yourself. You're experiencing yourself through the eyes of other people. And other people are not going to have very deep eyes. They're not going to see you for who you really are deep down. They're going to have a more superficial understanding of who you are. And that's why it's important to be cautious when you get into relationships with other people, whether they be sexual or intimate or any kind of a close relationship, because no matter how good of a relationship this is, you are always going to have the ability to know yourself more and deeper than anyone else outside of you. And it doesn't matter how much, how great of a guru this person is that you know or how intimately your friend or lover how how intimately you think they know you they don't know you okay <laughs> they know a part of you they know the part of you that they know but they don't know the deep deep part of you okay only you can know the deepest deepest part of you and you can only experience yourself by practicing some kind of meditation or doing some kind of introspection where you can go deep within to explore that. So yeah, that's that topic. You are not that. You are more. 
and also goes in here about how the downtrodden yeah so i believe in protecting the weak and the oppressed that goes back to the knights of chivalry of old and what does that mean that means that other people no matter how weak they think they are no matter how oppressed they think they are no matter how much of a victim other people think they are there is a part of them deep inside that is unlimited that is amazing and it's that part of them that they have lost touch with and when you are coming from a more enlightened place from your perspective it gives you this advantage of being able to see in others that which they may not yet see themselves maybe they've never seen this inside of themselves before in their life and maybe it's only through your inspiration that they're able to see a deeper part of themselves for the first time and so that is why it's important to recognize that sense of unlimitlessness in other people and that's how we can empower people rather than just giving them money or giving them food that's not going to help them escape from their situation because really what people are in is a prison of their minds and if we can help empower them to learn how to escape their own minds and to reach that unlimitlessness that is very important i'm just going to read to you something else here someone wrote to me conceptual reality is always changing but that which is perceiving never changes and i responded the supreme is in a constant state of expansion from my perspective it is not static or stagnant at all some have claimed it never changes because it is already in all things but i claim it changes because because it is in all things it moves and experiences through us it is fully conscious it is we who are not fully conscious of it and what that means is that yeah the spark of the unlimited is in everybody like i mentioned it's in the leaders and it's in all humans the drug addicts the schizophrenics the however problem people have this spark of the unlimitedness is within all of us and is an observer of everything all right then there's another topic i just want to see i think we got some time to go cover a second topic here on this podcast i'm going to go ahead and read this and i'll just make a comment after it's read starting now for many the main source of my power <laughs> doesn't exist it's ironic by thinking the mind is only capable of ego you shut off the greater half of your identity and they go on to say the mind is capable of so much more than mere false ego but first let's define that false ego is when you identify your individuality as something much 
reduced from your potential. These self-limiting beliefs create a fragile identity that you feel needs to be defended and validated. A healthy ego mind feels much more resilient. It can be self-effacing and weather many storms with confidence. It is adaptive, fluid, and dynamic. However, even the strongest minds have limits. The secret to having an unlimited, impenetrable mind is the thousand-petaled lotus located in the crown of the head. It is the culmination of the blossoming of your individual consciousness. When these petals bloom, the great spirit, otherwise known as absolute truth or one living truth, comes down from the highest heights of the cosmos and into you. This feeling is indescribable bliss and ecstasy, unrivaled in its intensity. It is the Amrita, the infinite ambrosia, the most prized and ultimate of heavenly delights. This is the superior destination of the mind. And once this realm is entered, the mind refuses to depart, and for good reason. It makes all other life experiences comparatively inferior. Your life has been eclipsed by a brighter sun. You have discovered ultimate truth. Having defined both false ego and now the illumined mind, you can see the irony when others accuse you of having an, an ego. These concepts are like night and day. The great irony is that in thinking the mind is capable of only false ego, you potentially shut off the greater half of your own identity. The most beautiful thing about having the illumined mind is that it doesn't define you. You still are more than that. You have a heart full of unconditional love, which is of great pleasure and utility on its own. However, the combination of the two, love and truth, give you a feeling of euphoric unstoppability, whereby you can't imagine a better way to live life than this. Of course, you don't want to keep this all to yourself. You want others to share in it. Because your mind now is unaffected by the negativity of others, you can shrug off energetic attacks of every kind. You can continue to shine and disseminate this knowledge far and wide until people finally recognize the power this can have in their own lives. So just to reflect on what I just said, first of all, it's talking about how the mind is capable of so much more 
than the false ego. And that is true. Ego, egos are fragile things. And through connection with ultimate truth, that is how you can experience these higher blisses and these ecstasies. And I cannot stress that enough. I wish everyone could tap into this because just to be direct with you all, it's like I'm like an addict, but without taking any drugs. I can relate to what fentanyl and heroin addicts are about because they, for their flaws, they just want to experience a strong high, right? They want that ultimate high and they think they found that ultimate high through these drugs that they've addicted themselves to. But I can tell you with 100% confidence that the high that I experience on a moment-to-moment -moment basis every single day from the moment I wake up until the time I go to sleep, this high is superior to any high created by any pharmacology out there with no side effect, no hangover, no coming down afterwards. It's a consistent high and you don't have to spend all your money. You don't have to spend extremely large amounts of money to get to stay in this high like you do with drugs, right? You, This is completely natural. It's completely free and only healthy with wonderful benefits, no negative side effects. And so that's what's beautiful about this. And that even though you are in the state of bliss, it doesn't define you because this higher truth is experienced through the mind. And yet you are more than the mind. You have the heart. And so you're able to, again, come back to this twin spheres of pleasure where you have this wonderful unconditional love in the chest region. And in the head region, you have this euphoric bliss, this mental mind orgasm that never ends. And this to me is the ultimate lifestyle. I, I don't think there's anything superior to this. And when you have this, you feel unstoppable, like you can accomplish anything. This is like the ultimate secret weapon, no matter what you want to accomplish in life. When you have this, you can accomplish it better. Whether you want to be a business leader and make money as an entrepreneur, whether you want a promotion at work, whether you not want to have inspiration as an artist or as a musician or as a dancer, whatever walk of life that you're in, getting to that place of ultimate inspiration is nothing but pure benefit for you. And this is something that I want for everyone. And again, to reach out at the community at divinity.com, you can also visit the Reddit and we have links to all of that and Discord. If you visit www.divinity.com, D-I-V-I-N-I-T-Y, and I'm happy to connect with each of you individually if anybody has any questions or if you want to invite me on any other podcasts or YouTube interview, I'm open to that too. This is Atma Boda signing off and you have a fantastic day. Bye-bye.